the, the brief for this response is to respond somehow intelligently in five minutes, five minutes to a 50-minute lecture covering 20 years of some of the best political science research in Britain on multiple topics. Uh, normally, I think that would be a very difficult brief. Uh, in this case, it's very easy, uh, because my response is to say that I agreed with nearly all of it. Uh, and on that note, we could, I think, now go for drinks. Um, on the basis that uh, Meg deserves slightly better than that, uh, I will try to stretch this out to more than saying that I agree with almost all of it. Um, Meg has been, for uh, almost 20 years, one of the most merciless hunters of political myths in Britain. Uh, at times she reminds me a bit of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator films. Uh, she will keep coming at you, whatever you throw at her, until somehow she has got you. Uh, if you have been stupid enough to say something that is not factually correct. Uh, I agree with almost all of her points about the frustration of scholasticism, uh, about some journals and the way they approach uh, publication. Uh, I recently had an article uh, knocked back on the basis that the article wasn't engaging with any academic literature, even though it was engaging with a real-world political debate. Uh, that wasn't apparently enough. Uh, you had to try and pin it on some academic literature. Um, I share uh, some of her frustrations with colleagues occasionally. Uh, we may mention some of that in a minute. Uh, I, certainly, I certainly share her frustration uh, with journalists. I was struck by her story. Um, I will give you one of my own. Uh, just over 10 years ago, I uh, published a book which showed, again in a sort of myth-hunting way, uh, that MPs, contrary to the, the myths, were not uh, particularly cohesive, were not sheep-like, actually rebelled very often. Uh, in a desperate attempt to sell copies of this book, I hawked myself around any TV and radio studio going, uh, and on one occasion spent an hour before going to the TV studio briefing the journalist, the broadcast journalist, uh, on the thesis of the book, hammering home repeatedly that the, the key message, they are not sheep, they are not sheep, I get to the studio, uh, and as I'm greeted, she said, we've made the best graphic ever for this, at which point my heart sank. I walked into the, the broadcast studio, uh, and there they were, uh, cartoon sheep with the faces of MPs stuck on them. Uh, it was a moment that tested your moral courage. Did you? Did you sit there on the basis that you might flog a few more copies of your book and participate in this travesty, or did you have the moral courage to walk out? And of course I sat there, hoping, <laughs> hoping to sell a few more copies. If I, if I had a difference of opinion with Meg, it is more that I think her reasons to be cheerful section could be larger than it was. I think there are much more reasons to be cheerful about the direction of British political science uh, than maybe you might have guessed from some aspects of her talk. It's not to say that I don't share her frustrations, uh, but I think there are probably more on the credit side than there is on the debit side. It is certainly true that you will still find colleagues uh, in almost every department in the country who, when you try to talk to them about the potential real-world usefulness of their work, they will tell you that their work is just its too sophisticated, really, for that sort of 
work. I mean, it's just it's on a higher level, really. It's not. It's not. I mean, it, civil servants or MPs or let alone journalists. I mean, they just won't understand it. They just won't understand. It. I, I'm operating on a higher level. Um, in a handful of cases, this is probably true, but in most cases, it's you know it's just cover for the fact that their work is desperately dull and pointless. Uh, the the good news, however, I think, is that on the whole, these people are older and they will be dead soon. Uh, and and coming up behind them, and this is the reason to be cheerful, I think. Bluntly, are more people like Meg, and that is something to celebrate. I think there is a uh, new generation uh, coming through of academic political scientists who see engagement with the real world actually as part of their job. They don't see it as a bolt-on anymore. They see it as something they should be doing, a, a duty of being a social science academic. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a small story about teaching, but it has, it has a sort of relevance. Um, Many years ago at Nottingham, uh, when appointing new members of staff, we introduced uh, a scheme by which any applicant coming for the job had to give a sample lecture to uh, a group of undergraduates, and the undergraduates would grade them, and we would feed that into the recruitment process. And after we ran this for the first time, um, the students who participated all took it very seriously. And as, as they were leaving, the very last one out the door turned and said, could I, could I just ask a question? Uh, to which I said, yeah, sure. Did you say that this was the first time you've done this? And we said, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And he said, so before, before you were appointing lecturers without actually seeing if they could lecture. And we said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and this was the bit that, it was, you could see the sort of cogs in his head turning and in the connections being made. And then with no sense of malice at all, he said, oh, that explains it. <laughs> Now, of course, now, teaching at Nottingham is of a higher level because we have introduced this, of course. Um, uh, but I, I take the similar approach, really, to the ref and to impact. Um, for all its many flaws, uh, of which there are many, and many of the people in this room will be aware of them, uh, the fact that some of our research now is graded on the basis that it might potentially usefully have some impact on society uh, has had quite a dramatic impact ironically, on the academic profession. I am struck, particularly, I mean, it's particularly noticeable, I think, in the run-up to this election amongst the electoral studies community, just how much effort uh, electoral studies academics are making this time to put their work into the public domain in a way that they weren't, bluntly, even five years ago, let alone ten years ago. Um, almost everybody running a project now is thinking about ways they can communicate that project uh, almost in motion to the wider world. And I think that is almost entirely because uh, of the ref. So when it comes to the radical solution that we might uh, make every academic um, have to demonstrate some research impact, I'm reminded of a, there's a phrase of, uh, I think it's Ian McLeod's about Enoch Powell, which, and, and McLeod said, Enoch and I ride the same train, but I get off before it hits the buffers. <laughs> Meg and I ride the same train. I'm getting off way before it hits the buffers. If we, if we make every academic try to demonstrate research impact, all that will happen is that the research impact bit of the ref will be scuppered. It will cease to exist because there will be a perfectly plausible argument from political theorists and so on that their work does not have this type of impact and we should not make it. And we will end up, if we're not careful, by pushing too far, uh, damaging the effect that we've already made. I did say it was not radical. You did say it was radical. I didn't say it was my position. You didn't say it was your position. 
but it was also stupid, and you didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> so my view, my view is not just that I agree with Meg, but that I agree with Meg and I'm more positive about the future of the discipline. There are, I think, a whole new generation of people coming through who in five and ten years' time will be giving inaugural lectures very like the one you've just heard, talking about the relevance of their work. Uh, we will all go to those inaugural lectures. We will enjoy those inaugural lectures. Today's inaugural lecture, though, is not theirs. Today's is Professor Meg Russell, and I hope you'll join us for drinks afterwards.